0: It is a cock, general cockatoo's finest and former North Melbourne superstar, 275 games. Is Michael Good G'day, Michael. G'day, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me on. So oh, thanks for joining us, mate. How did we find you this evening, mate? What are we up to?
1: Um, no, just uh, yeah, finished work, and i have actually um, I've got a thing on tonight for uh, one of the old North boys, uh, Levi Green. We're catching up with him, so. Um, yeah, a few of the uh, old North boys
0: and a few Conrad boys tonight. So um, yeah, it'll be good. Looking right. forward to it. I'm looking forward to
1: ringing you back and we get a
0: few of them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spud was here, mate. Huge fan of North good Melbourne day. and uh, also the number eleven. Yeah. What did it feel like uh, going through your journey at North and then also getting the number eleven guernsey? Thanks, was yeah. And that was
1: uh, yeah, obviously yeah, pretty um, it's pretty big honour to bestow the uh, number eleven jumper. Um, yeah, a huge honour. Uh, you yeah, know, obviously revered um, Glenn Archer wore it and uh, probably always be his jumper was just a, sort of a custodian for a little while but um, yeah, uh, I got to um, to represent um, the footy club wearing wearing the number 11 which was, which was big um, and now Luke McDonald uh, wears it. He won a Sid Barker medal in it um, last year and having a couple of the boys but um, as AFL football is, you kind of have to bottom out for a little while and stock up on high draft picks which north melbourne haven't had over the journey and um yeah i'm sure in the near future you'll see them back um hopefully up the pointy end
0: now you've had you, you had a bit of time back at north through the academy uh also through that and what do you see now with noble do you see things sort of heading in the right direction as a fan i do but how do you see it yeah yeah i do and I, you can't even see
1: in their results they're um and speaking to the boys, they've got a pretty good sort of culture down there, and you know, even though they're getting beaten at the moment, they're, 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 there's gradual improvement along the way. So, oh, I guess as a fan now, um, just just watching, they're uh, they're certainly heading in the right direction, and, and they're being competitive. And probably since that big loss on the uh, Good Friday, they played the Bulldogs, they lost by over 100 points, and then they you know, played them again on the weekend and, and went down by sort of 20 odd points. So. um, you know, they've been slightly improving every week and, um, you know, really sort of heading in the right direction.
0: And your own journey, mate, you, you came in, in footy through the hard way. You, you didn't get sort of drafted straight away, so you had to work a bit. And Yeah. So the feeling of that to get through 275 games, you must be pretty pleased. No, yeah, that's right. It
1: didn't come easy, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, it went a long way around. And um, I guess like... Um, you know, anything in life, you know, anything worth achieving, you know, doesn't really come that easily. So um, it was certainly the case just to sort of get my foot in the door and it took me a few goes. But um, I was probably fortunate. I, I landed at North Melbourne and, um, yeah, we, uh, Dean Ladley was my first coach and, um, you know, he gave me an opportunity and um, I, I was kind of lucky. Yeah, know, we, we were lucky in regard that we had success, but not the ultimate success. So I played in three prelims and, under two different coaches, and um, yeah, never got the ultimate that um, was, was able to have like a longevity in my career.
0: So, with that, with not tasting that ultimate, what, what did footy give you, mate? What did you get what out that, of it? Sorry, just what, what did you? It was. Yeah, what did you get out of football then? Without the ultimate success, what what did you take out of your time in football?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Look, it was it was obviously um, a dream come true for me. Like, you know, that's. At the moment I could walk, that's what I wanted to do, play AFL football. So to be able to achieve that dream and, and do something for as long as I did is uh, pretty rewarding. But, um, you yeah, know, also you learn a lot along the journey and you meet a lot of people. And um, it's like most things, it's, it's about relationships and, you know, forge some really strong relationships and um, not only with players but, you know, staff and uh, people you meet along along the journey. And, um, you know, probably I probably wouldn't be where I'm in life without... Um, you know, going through the doors at North Melbourne, and um, you know, you go there when you're 18 or 19, and you're just a baby, really. And um, you, know, you come out sort of. I was 33, turning 34, and um, yeah, you, you spend your, your growing up times and your life um, in that environment, um, which is a, like an elite environment, but also, you know, as most clubs say, they're, they're a family club at North Melbourne. with are spirit, and. That sort of thing. It's kind of a, a little bit different. It's almost like a country football club, and it's got those you know old school values that um, you know, hold people in really good stead.
0: Spud uh, Alex here. We mentioned before, obviously you had that uh, development role at North for a bit. Is that something that you're exploring? I guess out uh, in footy now.
1: Yeah I, was, yeah, I was. I was pretty keen to sort of head down that path, and it's um, yeah, COVID hit, and uh, I guess for everybody, um, it's got to change. A lot of things in one shape, way or another. But, um, yeah, for me, uh, I'm, I'm living out in Berwick now. That's why I'm back playing at Gembrook. Um, I always you know, envisioned on going back there to play a couple of games to finish my career. But, um, yeah, you know, the way life panned out, I'm, I'm living down that way now. But, um, yeah, the commute into Arden Street from Berwick was probably um, pretty hard. Um, so, whilst I still love football and that sort of thing, it's probably... Um, it's probably broken that sort of aspirations of of me to head down the coaching path and and back involved in sort of elite sport and AFL football Um, yeah just sort of back working now for a property group and something I enjoy but um, yeah I probably won't venture down the the AFL um, path now I guess
0: Have you got a favourite of the young boys at North Melbourne at the moment?
1: Yeah I really like uh, I really like Karen Thomas like he's a It reminds me so much of Daniel Wells um, when he comes through so yeah just sort of going back um, and having uh, I even yeah we were involved in him because he was involved in our academy so even when I was playing um, you could sort of see him and he come and train with us every sort of school holidays and that sort of thing but uh, he's an absolute beauty he's he's really starting to find his feet now Jai Simpkins another one um, I really loved watching um, you know possible future captain for the footy club as well but he's, he's going really good but yeah those two were Probably a couple of my favourites, um, and uh, we haven't seen the best of them yet. I think there's, they've probably got another sort of 20%, 30% improvement left in them each.
0: Yeah, we talk about the young boys, what about the old boys? Obviously, Sean Burgoyne got the 400-game milestone uh, on the weekend. Sort of any memories of Boomer's um, 400th coming up out of that, and sort of, I guess, you, you mentioned the celebrations with Levi Greenwood uh, tonight, but yeah, was there, was there yeah. a lot of that going on when Boomer reached four <laughs> hundred?
1: Yeah, yeah. We, well, yeah, Boomer was breaking the record every week. There at one stage, <laughs> and, um, uh, most of my uh, jerseys I've got at home are all sort of uh, special ones for Boomer breaking records and 400 <laughs> games and then games records. So uh, uh, Boomer got a fair bit of love, and and so he should have. Like you know, for his size, um, he'll go down as one of the greats of the game. Um, and you know, he's, he's a tiny little fella, so um, yeah, he's pretty special, I guess he probably even flew under the radar a little bit at North Melbourne just as well sort of a low profile club had he been you know at a Richmond or a Collingwood or something like that like you know his profile would have been you know even bigger not, not saying that i um, taking anything away from his name or anything but yeah he's, a, he's an absolute beauty um, and Levi Greenwood who's uh, yeah really close mate good mate um, yeah retired you know, a couple of weeks ago and yeah looking forward to catching up with him tonight he's, he's an absolute beauty as well really tough um you know hard working um and i was probably sort of mid-20s maybe when he walked in the doors and um it was really good to see his um you know development and how was he how was he,
0: uh, I mean, how how know, was he going because he had the um yeah, he had the concussions concussions how is he actually going obviously you're going to celebrate yeah, in a few years. knocked
1: him around a little bit so um yeah it wasn't great and i guess it's a part of football that we're hearing a lot more now um that, uh, you know, I guess they've done the right thing for, for his, you know, life down the track. You know, you know, I've got a whole life to live yet, so um, you know, it's good that we're taking every precaution and um and you know, looking after his welfare.
0: You would have seen that with uh, Patch Adams as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, North AFL coach yet yeah, struck down. You know, well before um, he got to the peak of his career. I think he was only twenty-five or something. So it's great. That he's still involved in footy, and yeah, I think it knocked him around quite a bit. Um, yeah, you're seeing more and more of it all the time, so it's a worry. But I guess um, we're a lot more, I guess, um, wary now of, of the signs, and we we'll probably look after our players a lot better than, than what we did in the
0: past. Yes, so we've got to let you go to your party but just a, a quick word uh, Jim Brook and uh, the Cockatoo um, how, how you? I mean you've been there a few years now um, how it, has how's it been this year?
1: Yeah, really good we've got a really exciting um, group of young blokes um, they they won a premiership in the under-19s probably two or three years ago now and those kids were playing probably 12 or 13 from that premiership team and they play every week so I guess you've got to we can keep that group together and get them to sort of 40 or 50 games and, um, yeah, you know, they're going to have a long, you know, successful sort of career together. I'm falling off the end because I'm getting close to 40, so um, I don't think I'll be around to, to see those happy times, but um, hopefully we can snatch one this year.
0: Do you play every week?
1: Um, I want to play every week but the body doesn't let me so um, <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll just see how we go well, I rolled an ankle early, early, early in the year and I, I was feeling super fit before that um, and then since then I've sort of had little calves and um, hammies along the journey so uh, yeah I think the body's trying to tell me it's, uh, it's time to, to pack up and uh, just sit on the other side of the fence <laughs> but well, I still love the game and We'll see how we go this year
0: for the rest of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, we're all backing you in, mate, and uh, I'm sure that uh, you'll end up coaching them as well. Um, I'm sure you've got great references um, with your time with the development at La Roos. But, uh, look, we've got to leave it there, mate. um, Thank you for joining us this evening, mate. I know we'll press for time, but I really appreciate you jumping on the line. No worries. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me.